You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. Yo, what's up, everybody? Your boy Eman from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast coming at you with the weekly live stream with my man. What's up, brother? How you doing, Cricket? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. Good NFL slate this week. Made a little money. I'm all right with it. You may know how hard it is to do it two weeks in a row, though. So we're going to see if we can go back to back on them. Oh, that's good, man. You know, when it comes to uh, gambling, brother, when you can stay positive back to back week, man, that's that's a good upside. Man. And momentum. Just... And momentum creator creation, right? For the upcoming weeks when the slate that's, gets really bad. That's the key. I think sometimes we just got to keep a positive mindset, man. Sometimes this stuff can be awfully demoralizing. So we just got to know there's brighter days ahead sometimes. You know, that's true. That's absolutely true and 100%, man. Like anything else, just like last week, we got to hit as many of the top storylines and this week's slates, man, NFL week three, loser of the week. I mean, we're going to hit a couple of things. We're going to even throw a little baseball in there. We'll surprise them there at the end. My top 10 NFL rank power rankings. I tweeted out earlier. I got some good feedback on. I want to see what you think about them anyway. Um, I might have I jinxed somebody last week, but we'll leave that for when we get to that particular team, right? That's fair. That's fair. And you know where it's shining as bright as shit? Down here in South Florida. Not because it's South Florida and it's sunny, but those damn dolphins, brother, they lit up the damn sky. And it wasn't even nighttime against the damn Broncos, bro. Talk about an ass whooping. Whoa, man. I don't think I've ever witnessed anything like that as in my fanhood. And I'm not a Dolphins fan, but like me watch. I, I try to freak, remember when the hell the last time my team put 70 points. I don't think it's ever been done, right? I think every one of those players ought to have. Yeah, I'm, I think you're right. I don't believe. I don't remember a time I ever seen 70 points in an NFL game. But I think the Broncos players should have to donate every single one of their game checks to charity from last week, man. Because them boys should have stayed in the mountains. That was yep. a that was an old school ass whooping from the word go. I can't believe that, man. 70 points in an NFL game. Broncos ought to be ashamed of themselves, man. You know, it's funny. A lot of people when you come playing the Dolphins in this time of year, right? You know you got to battle the elements. You're coming from Mile High, oh yeah, and Colorado. Uh, the Dolphins have a you know nice and cozy, uh, what you call it, a little area with a shaded. Because that stadium, I've been to that stadium, bro. It is hot as hell. All right, it is really really hot. And then oh, you bet. see like the other side, the sun, the the sun just beats in hard. Oh, sorry about that. The sun just beats in really really hard on the opposing team. And I'm not saying that was the reason they put up 70 points. But he had probably a little bit to do with it. You know what I mean? It certainly I think, don't hurt. <laughs> it really don't hurt at all. Um, but, man, was it me or that Denver team quit at halftime? Oh, bro. I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of problems out there in Denver. They're sitting here. They thought they had their savior coming in and Sean Payton. Russell Wilson still. I mean, Russell Wilson's not playing terrible, but he's not doing no. any earth-changing stuff. No. And this team, all there's all kinds of internal problems here. And I don't know what they got to do something right there. They, they, they lucked up. They're going to play. I think it's the battle for the number one overall pick this week when they play the Chicago Bears, man. That's crazy, man. I mean, talk about some, like, this is record setting, of course. I mean, I was looking at this, right? They put up 70 points, the most since 1966 in any NFL game, right? Tua had four touchdowns. He had more touchdowns, four, than incompletions, which it was three. Bro, the we, we all know back. what Raheem Mostert and freaking Acne, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Acne, Acne, whatever his name is. I know his <laughs> name is like 255 freaking all purpose yards pretty much right now. Bro, you know? they scored eight touchdowns together. They scored over 100 fantasy points in just Dolphins running back. Oh my gosh. It blew my mind, man. I was like, what are you doing down there? It looked like consistency by the Dolphins, too, though. 14 in the first, 21 in the second, 14 in the third, 21 in the fourth. Yep. Just consistent model right there. That's just old school ass whooping, man. 
I mean, it is crazy, man. I mean, think about the stats, right? I mean, let's let's go. I mean, and the Tariq Hill monster game, but I think the story here was were the two running backs, right? Uh, and I'm not even going to touch. I don't want to beat a dead horse because I think it's been covered over and over again. But 203 yards, all right, on the ground for acne. Two touchdowns, like you mentioned. 18 carries. Then he goes Raheem Mostert, right? 13 carries, 82. Because you know this Dolphins uh, running back uh, community here, it's going to be running back by committee, pretty much. Who's going to who's yeah. going to step up week after week, right? And it's nice yeah. that's how they drafted Ashney. But this week, both guys ate so much, man, that I, they, they might have a hangover next week. You know what I mean? It's insane. I, I- I'm looking at and that's that's the way Vegas is looking at them. I mean, they're going mm-hmm. to Buffalo, and I know Buffalo's Buffalo. They had a mm-hmm. good game this week against the Commanders. We'll get into that in a little bit. But they got to travel up there, but they're getting two and a half points. Uh, if you can find it at three, I think you jump all over the Dolphins right there. I don't know, though. It feels funny to me, man. Yeah. It feels like one of those where I'm like, I'm supposed to take the Bills because they're going to come out and just whack them or something. That's what I'm worried about, right? It's one of those things that, man, every, they're the darlings right now. I mean, absolutely, I think we said this last week. And I cover this also on my uh, Cigars and Sports Edition this week with my man Jim right here who went ahead and uh, hit the comments. Uh, Dolphins laid the smack down on the Broncos candy asses. I know the damn uh, Broncos were smelling what the fucking Dolphins were cooking. And and it was it, and it was a stew of ass whooping really, really bad uh, in this particular game, brother. So, oh, That's man. Right. But usually when you see that hangover, there's always a hangover about these big games. You know yeah. what I mean? And Buffalo, last two games, you know, they had their struggles against the Jets in game one. They look really, really sharp. Remember, we're talking about them and the commanders. Not to jump ahead, but dude, they 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 absolutely show the commanders who they really are and who the real teams are. And but yeah, man, we uh we look back, and I think we all put a lot of stock in that loss mm-hmm. to the Jets in Week One, but we forget yep. how weird that game was there and Rogers going down. We talked about it before how it looked like the Bills kind of had the win taken out of their sales in that game too. That's just a weird game. So I don't think we can put a whole lot into that at this point. After what we've seen out, I mean, we've seen them win 38 to 10 and 37 to 3 in the two weeks following that. So they're playing yep. pretty good football right now. Um, yeah, you want, I think this, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. You were saying, you were saying, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. was just saying, I think this is a spot where, you know, I want to take the Dolphins. It feels like it's too mm-hmm. easy to take the Dolphins getting the points right there. I think this is a spot where I got to be on the Bills in this thing just because you said we talk about how hard it is to win back to back weeks in gambling. It's hard to replicate that playing in the NFL as well, man. It's probably harder to do that than it is to win gambling. So, I don't know. You got to travel on the road, division game. It just smells like a funny spot. I don't see any reason why after a team hangs 70, they should be getting points the next week. It is. It is. I mean, here's another crazy thing, right? Uh, another crazy stat, right, that this game, because this game had a bunch of memorable different stats, right? But the one that kind of takes me back a little more than the, all the other ones are, apart from the 70 points and anything else, right? They score 70 points, right? There's teams in the first three games that do not have 70 points combined. Broncos 69, Vikings 69, Texans 66. And the Texans have been putting, I've been lighting it up. CJ yeah. Stroud has been coming out on fire. Commanders <laughs> 58. The Jags all of a sudden have, you know, gone out to lunch. 57. The Falcons 55. Saints 66. Patriots 52. Of course, my the Titans 45 and my Giants who suck 43. Can't believe we only have one more point than the Jets. Uh, but yeah, it's nuts, man. That's a lot of teams. I bet half the league. I bet half the league yeah. hadn't scored 70 yet. Yeah, combined up to week three. This is everything up to week three. I'm like, what the hell, man? That's that's crazy. What What's a game. On? And I'm with you, brother. I I, I think I'm going to go on the Bills next week. It's one of those things that you want to go contrarian on because if, if it just feels too right. And when it feels too right in gambling, it usually means go the other way. In my book. I don't yeah. know. That's me. I'm, I'm with you. It just feels too much like a sure thing to me. We all know there's no such thing as a sure thing when it comes to sports betting. 
And for me, there's just no reason the team should hang 70 points on anybody in the NFL. I don't care if it's yep. the, the worst team, the second worst. I don't care who it is. No NFL team should have 70 points hung on them. And there's no reason the team that did that should be getting points the next week. I don't care if it's on the road. I don't care if it's in division. It just smells funny. So I think I'm on the Bills on that one. Okay. No, I'm with you. I'm with you too. Absolutely. But shout out to the Dolphins, man. AFC East is their division to lose. After yeah, three games. They're worth the price of admission for sure, bro. Oh, they do. I mean, that offense is it's the three games is clicking on all freaking cylinders and then some. Yes, and sir. Then. You know, talking about a team that actually went from like, you know, rags to riches and, and was clicking pretty much at half of their cylinders were the uh were the Browns. And of course, when you play the Tennessee Titans, who are offensively challenged more than anybody else, you could look really, really good. And that's what the Browns did. They look great. 47 to 3. I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on this because th this game was so ugly that there's not a lot of talking points. I don't even know if I want to go over the stat line for the for the Titans, all right? Derrick Henry, 11 carries, 20 yards. What the hell happened there? I mean, it was just They did what we told ugly. them not to do, man. Yeah. Once again, they should fire the whole coaching staff. He didn't get 20 touches. Fire they them all. Fire up, freaking fire them all, man. I mean, it was, you know, it was a great game by Amari Cooper, who uh, seven receptions, 116 yards, one total touchdown. Uh, that's his career high uh, as a Browns regarding all around, you know, uh, a game, you know, 24, I think fantasy points let the Browns, you know, and, and, and what's his name? Deshaun rebound pretty, pretty good uh, in this game, 27 out of 33, 289. That's a much better completion percentage and two touchdowns. So uh, Jerome Ford did not do a lot on the ground, still had a touchdown, you know, 80, that two had two touchdowns because he caught another one. So, Hey, are we yeah, doing the team? You don't have to expect much out of your running backs when they play Titans. Mm -hmm. Titans got one of the best run defenses in the whole league. They're going to have that all year as long as they stay yep. healthy. So you should probably bet against whatever running backs playing the Titans. You should probably bet the under on their rushing yards. That's what I did. I bet Jerome mm -hmm. Ford under the rushing yards. Still had a good fantasy day. Still got nearly 20 points in fantasy. But Deshaun bounced back. Had a good game. Good to see him bounce back. Have a good game. People all on his ass all last week and stuff after what he did with the Steelers. Um, yeah, so good good, good game for him. Good bounce back. Ryan Tannehill, man, they got to they gotta get away from this. 13-25 right there. Yep. I mean, 150-something yard. Very pedestrian stat line right there, man. Barely over 50% completion percentage. Yeah. They got to do something. Right? That is, he is not the guy. What is that? 104 yards? 104 yards. I don't know where I saw 104, 104 yards. 104 yards uh, passing. Uh, it's really, really bad for Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he's not even freaking trying to trying to make a play with his feet or anything like that because, you know, he's mobile too. But, I mean, it's just he just looks like he's going through the motions back there. You're right. Like, maybe it's time for Mayonnaise Boy to take over the helm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that you – I don't know that he can do any worse. Yeah. I don't know that how you get on an NFL roster and can do worse than that. And, you know, you said this looks like a bad game plan, bad coaching. I hate to say it about Brable. I like Brable. But I'm just saying you got Ryan Tannehill better throw over 100 yards. You got Derrick Henry barely getting 11 carries. I mean, what do you what do you expect was going to happen in that game? Yeah, I mean, look, credit to the Broncos. They do have a great defense. I mean, you know that the, that, that AFC you North the Browns? is going to be like – Yeah, the Browns, sorry. They're going to be all fucking banging each other all over the head between – the Ravens and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah uh, tough division. So here, I'm gonna put this on here because my boy, uh, my boy Jim, he's a big Steelers fan. Now, he's not a big fan of the Browns, man. And this is pretty funny. I mean, we we bashed the Browns a lot before this weekend. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he said that the Browns can still kick rocks. Good game against the smoking a cigar, throwing bombs. <laughs> oh <That's> man! <laughs> yeah. But if you want to laugh at, uh, he had a lot of good ones this past weekend. Check out our last episode on cigars and sports, I will. Man. I will. I'll go back. I did, I did I did. save it. I bookmarked that. Thing. I need to go back and watch it. I've been busy yeah, this weekend. But yeah, I do want to go back and check that out, man. You're going you're gonna to catch uh, Jim actually went really ham on these guys. He, they never disappoints when it comes to the Browns. You know who didn't disappoint, man? The damn Buffalo Bills bringing the, um, 
the the commanders man down at that, that you know down down to earth man all right 37 to 3 it was a, just a complete ass kicking uh look uh, josh didn't have to do much because the commanders pretty did not do anything and you know and somehow look four picks ah, that's pretty bad you know what i mean that's hard to do man that's, that's yeah. rough Brian Robinson, I mean, finally came down. This is the Brian Robinson from last year. Even though, you know, seven yards of carry is not bad. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, solid. That just sounds yeah. like they were in a tough spot all day long. Probably didn't get a lot of yep. offensive possessions. Didn't sustain any drives, mm -hmm. obviously. Sam Hell, I, I mean, that's not terrible there other than the four no. picks. I mean, that's yep. obviously garbage. But, I mean, you know, I uh, just Josh Allen did have a great game. That's what I was yep. looking at. I was like, where did all the points come from in this game, man? I was trying to figure it out because I Dawson Knox laid an egg mm -hmm. for me. James Cook had, yep. had a good game on the ground but didn't get in the end zone. I don't know why they can't get that guy in the end zone. I Jeez, know, man. Like he'd be a he's, fantasy he's on the monster. Cusp. They put him in the end zone. He's on the freaking cusp, man. He sh he should be able to. I mean, because he's had some really good games the last couple of games. Like you, you you get you get the game plan. They're gonna run the football as much as they can. Uh, to kind of help Allen out a little bit. Uh, Allen still threw a pick, which I, I, I forget. I I forget which play it was. Uh, but um, again, it was one of those things that we know what the Commanders are. Uh, there were two and zero in my book. There were you know one of the ones that eh, they're they're two and zero because they're just two and zero because of the schedule or whatever the case may be. Yeah, but they made a real good team. Uh, you know, I think the Bills. Everybody's sleeping like you said on the Bills because of Week One. And let me tell you something: don't sleep on the Bills. I know it's a Dolphins division to lose, but man, you gotta you gotta still put some respect. They're a dangerous team, and this weekend. We will see how real they are against the best offense in the NFL. And they're going to be ready to go this weekend. You ain't going to see no lulls or no layovers or none of that stuff. It's not like they're going to be geared up, ready to go for this game. Division game at home against yep. the team that everybody's talking about. You know, it's kind of like Oregon and Colorado mm -hmm. last weekend in college football. That team everybody's talking about and chirping. Those guys hearing that stuff too, man. They're going to be geared up, ready to go on Sunday. So I, I do. The more I look at it, the more I like the Bills in this thing. Yeah, I, I like I like it too. Uh, I have you know they're definitely on my notes, uh, which to look at also because and of course I think it's I, I forget how I, I don't know what are the points on this yet? Did they they put the points out the over under yet? It has to be probably like maybe uh, let me see high forties. Yeah, let's see where we got high forties, low fifties, right probably three and a half. How many fifty three and a half? half. I, yeah, I fifty three and a half are way up there. They they could look my Miami doesn't have great defense. Their defense is their offense. So I I think they could compete putting up points. I think that I'm I'm picking. I think right now I'm on the over on this one. Man, I've lost like eleven straight totals. So I don't know that I'm yeah. going to touch totals at all this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I think you I'm know, I, those like the plague. <laughs> I should follow your league because my totals were they, they kicked my ass. They were the reasons why I lost like two two parlays out of like the eight that I played. So I, I went I went nine eight and two in college football, and five of the games I lost were my five totals that I picked. So. I swore off them on Sunday in NFL, and I did pretty good. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know who's not winning any totals right now? The damn Texans, bro. All right. Freaking C.J. Stroud looks the part. He, he does, looks bro. the part. The last couple games, this individual here has lit up the world on fire with his arm. It's pretty, pretty, pretty darn good, man. Um, he's, you know, he has 906 yards passing in the first three NFL starts, right? That's the third highest. Right behind, you know, any player that had over 900 yards. Right behind Cam Newton, who had over 1,000 in 2011. And Justin Herbert had 931 when he was a rookie in 2021. Yeah. So he is, and he is one of those guys. I mean, he looks the part. He looks the part. We knew that game one was a little shaky. But he's, he's played against some really good teams. And he's, he's thrown the football really well. I mean, I like him. I like him. He, I like him. He is. He's turned a lot of those Texans receivers into, like like we said last week, Brother? that fantasy treasure trove that they are. And i tell you, we talk about C.J. Stroud. I know he's playing great. Looks the mm -hmm. best of the rookie quarterbacks right now. I know Anthony mm -hmm. Richardson has been out for a couple of weeks. We yep. were impressed with him early on. So, we'll I'm ready for him to get back so we can see some more from him. Yep. 
But C.J. Stroud's very impressive right now. But I'll tell you a guy to me that is equally as impressive is Will Anderson Jr., man. Everybody tried to give them flack for trading mm-hmm. back up and getting that third overall pick and using it on him. Mm-hmm. Will Anderson Jr., yep. had the quarterback talent not been so high in this draft, yep. Will Anderson Jr. would have gone number one overall in a lot of drafts. If you look at the past and stuff like that, Will Anderson Jr. is a, is a game-breaker. Yep. He's going to be a player in this league for over a decade. And I love what they've done. They've got their guy on offense. They've got their mm-hmm. guy on defense. And D'Amico Ryans is a great head coach, a great motivator. His players are playing hard for him. I like what the Texans are doing, man. I really do. And, and Tank Dell, man, second consecutive week. Yeah. Really, really good. I mean, this one, he broke. He, this is a breakout game. I don't know if he's going to have another a game as good as this, but he really looked good. And he's been looking good. And you see, he's shown signs, like, you know, in the preseason with some great catches. The week last week had a good game. And this week, he just completely broke out. Um, he, you know, rookie to rookie, man, usually – Rookie quarterbacks feel comfortable with other rookie, uh, you know, wide receivers and running backs in the same lineup. Yeah. So you can see the chemistry. Yeah. And, and you know, you look at that's why you got to kind of be careful with some of these mm-hmm. receivers for fantasy with Houston, man, because it's going to be kind of like Jacksonville, yep. where it's going to be feast or famine on these guys each week and week in and week out. You know, you got three guys in Tankdale, you got Nico Collins, mm-hmm. and you got uh, Robert Woods down there too. Um, Dalton Schultz at tight end. Damian Pierce is going to get his at running back. So, I mean, there are a lot of miles to feed down there. Yep. He's doing a good job distributing the ball and spreading it around, but it's going to kind of be a gamble for you each week, I think, on any of those receivers. But if you pick the right one, they're going to they're take off for you. Yep, yep. I mean, I think right now, uh, target-wise, definitely Nico one, uh, Tank Dell number two. And, um, I mean, it's just crazy because they all get targets like crazy. Look, you look at Robert Woods with six, all right? Nico last week, I guess they, they really focused on him defensively because he's the guy. He's been the guy yeah. for that squad. He's been the number one wide receiver until last week. And then Tank Dell, man, he, he's one thing about Stroud that I noticed, he he recognized the mismatches and he recognized where he could take an edge, you know, and yeah. grab an edge from from a standpoint of a quarterback. He he's he's playing so great that he's actually he's picking your poison kind of kind of guy, man. If it's not Nico this week, it's going to be Tank Dell next week and not maybe Woods, like you said. Well, very, very smart guy that throws the ball well and yeah. taking what the defense gives him. Not trying to do too much. A lot of these rookies come in and think they got to be the guy. They're the face of the franchise now, and they try to do too much early on on bad teams and wind up hurting their confidence and stuff. CJ Stroud, don't try to yeah. do that. Trying to do exactly what he's asked to do, not turn the ball over. Just get out there, take what the defense gives him, hit the open receivers. He's got a lot of weapons he can throw to. He's doing it the right way, man. They're bringing him along yep. the right way. The guy's slowly gaining confidence week, week in, week out. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think you give him time to throw, and he's dangerous back there. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I, to three games, uh, the Texans uh, made the right pick. And, you know, and as much as good as we talked about the Texans, now what, what's wrong with the Jaguars? What oh, my doing? God. It's like two. It's like the out complete opposite. It's like you're in the twilight zone over here, man. You know what I'm saying, dude? Trevor Lawrence has been fucking stinking it up, man. What's up with that? I don't know what's going on here. You know, this is a team that came into this season with a lot of high expectations, mm-hmm. the favorites to win that AFC mm-hmm. South division, which is a, we thought was going to be kind of a trash division, man. It might be a pretty exciting race yep. at this point. But the Jaguars, I know they got to go to London next week. I think they're about to do two back to back games in London yep. or something like that. They're going to be over there for a little while, so maybe they're. I don't know. If they're looking ahead of that. Maybe they expect them to beat the Texans, being almost ten point favorites in this thing maybe they're just kind of I, I i hate to think i hate to use the excuse to look ahead in the nfl because mm-hmm. i don't think you should ever be looking ahead in the nfl these guys are all professionals and you can get beat by anybody on any given day hence the cowboys and cardinals who we'll talk about in a little bit but i don't so i don't like the look away or look ahead excuse in the nfl i understand in college but something happened here man and they're just i don't know in their own heads or something but they didn't play good football yeah, it is. completely right i mean look at it. if you look at all the offensive categories i mean the jags you know edged them in total yards you know, passing yards, Jags at a little more. Again, rushing yards, you know, Jacksonville, of course. You know what I mean? It's like 
I don't get it. I, I really don't know what's going on here. I know they're they're turning the ball over, right? With some interceptions or fumbles. And 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 look, at one point you got to point to the best player in the team. And at this point, you know, I know all of it is not Lawrence's fault, but dude, he's the captain of that ship. Fingers got to get pointed first because he's turned the ball over. I think in every single game so far there's this season. A, there's a reason the quarterback is the highest paid position on the field. That's you right. got to take the good with the bad, man. And if your team's playing like this, struggling, it's not, you know, I understand the defense may be struggling too, but they only gave up 17 points last week to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and this thing looks like it's pretty bad, but you only you scored nine points last week and 17 this week. Yep. You're, not, you're not playing good offensively. And, and to be yep. one of the, supposed to be one of the top tier quarterbacks in the league or looking to work that way, you know, top half anyway, you're supposed to be doing more than this, man, to help your team win. And it just doesn't look good for the Jaguars right now for me. Nope. This should be two and one. All right, they they beat a a, a Colts team, you know, first a rookie quarterback for his game of the year, and and it was a close game. It wasn't that far. They could lost that game. They could have lost that game too. They could have been zero and three, but they yeah. should have won this one. And this is a complete shellacking. I mean, they should have won this one. And last week, yeah, I'll give them the Chiefs loss, but it's yeah, unacceptable yeah. We'll, we'll for a slide. team this talented and um, with as many miles, with as many weapons to be one and two in a division that it, it is theirs to lose, starting the year. And right now, they're freaking losing it and giving it away. And it, it, it's kind of kind of weird. We don't normally see this out of Doug Peterson coach teams, man. Nope. So nope. I don't know what's going on down there. Uh, maybe they can ride the ship. I think I'm going to be on them this week, playing the Falcons over there. Mm-hmm. I look for them to bounce back. A couple tough weeks in a row offensively. Should be focused. Should be ready to go. Um, the Falcons, you know, young quarterback Desmond Ridder going to be a first time going overseas mm-hmm. and playing and all that stuff. So I think I like the Jaguars minus the field goal right here. But it's one of those you better be careful with, man. Because they're just they don't look great right now, but I, no, I think I keep expecting the bounce back. But if they lay an egg again, I think I'm just going to be on the bus that the Jaguars aren't a very good football team. Yeah, they're they're, they're giving it away. They're choking right now and they're giving it away. Yeah, yep. you, you know you know who's not giving it away? Jordan Love, brother. Man, I mean, talk about and look, forget about the numbers, right? Forget about how ugly the game was. What he showed is that this dude has taken leadership of this team. And that win, as tough as it was, he didn't play great. They were down 17-0. It was ugly. But in the fourth quarter, the man did what he needed to do in order to win. Whether He knew he, he wasn't getting anything. He, you know, he threw a pick that was like, what the hell did you do that for? He was overthrowing guys throughout the game. He was not accurate at all. He was like, the Jordan Love, where does the Jordan Love come from, right? He wasn't the same one from the beginning, you know, from the previous two right. games. But he played tough enough to bring his team back because that was on his freaking back. He rushed for a touchdown, threw another clutch touchdown. I mean, they did. It was it was all him. He he really put this team on his back and kind of was like, for an ugly game, these are the games that you're supposed to win, regardless of what happened to, you know, the starting quarterback for the Saints and, uh, you know, Derek Carr, which he went out with a shoulder injury. But they did what they needed to do to come back. And a win is a win, and that's a tough win that kind of shows you what kind of caliber and what pedigree the, the the Green Bay Packers have in Jordan Love. I, I like Jordan Love, man. People forget, you know, this is their first home game of the year. Mm-hmm. They were on the road at Chicago in week one, on the road in Atlanta in week two. So this is the kind of the first home game of the Jordan Love regime, of the, of the Jordan Love era, you know, mm-hmm. since Aaron Rodgers has moved on. So maybe he had some jitters. Maybe he felt like he had some things he had to try to prove out there. He heard people chirping all week long, too. But he had been one of the best quarterbacks in the league through the first two weeks. Um, he did what he had to do. Show me he's a competitor. Show me he's a leader. Show me he doesn't let the, you know, in, in a spot. He's the kind of guy that I want leading my troops. Because mm-hmm. you in football, everybody knows how football is such a roller coaster ride. And throughout the course of a game and a season and things like that, you're going to have ups and downs. And you got these guys like this that can get smacked in the mouth and kind of keep coming back, keep fighting, keep digging. And they get it done in the end right here. This is a big time win after being down 17 nothing. The Saints let one slip away right here. And I think this one the Saints are going to look back and kind of kick themselves for when it's all said and done. 
You know, and let me tell you something. Derek Carr was having the best game of his two, of his short career as a Saint, right? He was 13 mm -hmm. for 18. He threw for a touchdown finally. You know what I mean? He yeah. was moving the ball well. They were, you know, they were running the ball now with whatever, you know, whoever running back they had available because you know, everybody's hurt. And, you know, Kamara's coming back, so that's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, Chris Olave is still just catching 100-yard 100, 100 games like it's running out of style. You guys um, are stud. Yeah, man. Michael Thomas is finally, you know, dude, he's over five receptions, what, in all five games or something like that? I mean, I love Michael he's, Thomas. Just, he's playing tough again. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham sighting, caught a touchdown. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of things going on then, and they they look good, 17-7. But, you know, um, I, I guess Derek Carr going out was, was a huge factor because Jameis Winston wasn't able to get into the end zone. Um, but at the end of the day, man, um, it's just the game. Again, it's, 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 it's a symbolic game for Jordan Love to show these Packers fans that, hey, that era of Aaron Rodgers is over. Welcome to the Jordan Love era. This is what I'm going to give you week after week. It's going to be toughness, and I'm going to play my ass off to make sure we win. Yeah, man. I don't know how. If you're a Packers fan, I, I, you got to be happy with your guy right there. I don't know how these guys keep printing like, I know it's a little early to say if Jordan Love's mm -hmm. a Hall of Fame quarterback yeah, or not, yeah. but they have been they have been set at the quarterback position for about three decades now, and they continue to do it. And Jordan Love doesn't look like he's going to be that much of a drop off. That's true. That's true. And uh, talking about a drop off, man, this is next game, which I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, this, this game, I, I wish I, I want to skip it probably next week if the Jets are involved in anything else. I want to skip that because it's just ugly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, fifteen to ten, you know this. Uh, Oh my oh, God, this my. is bad from both sides. Um, shout out to Bill Belichick at his first win of the year. Uh, Mac Jones, you know, just uh, back to the Mac Jones that we all love, right? Just really bad at completion percentage. I know the Jets have a good defense. You know, Zeke was a bright spot here. They ran the ball well. That was pretty much it, and their defense was really, really good. Boom. Let's get back to uh, basics here. <clears throat> and, Zach, and Zach Wilson, bro, we, we know he hasn't been it, and we know he's not it. So. He he, he's not it, man. And Bill Belichick, uh, he knows who his team is. Yep. He knows he's going to win games with defense, and he's got to get just enough out of Mac Jones, got to make sure Mac Jones don't turn mm -hmm. the ball over, utilize that run game a little bit. That defense is going to keep him in games, man. You know, will. They only they only allowed 24 to that Dolphins team the week before. Yep. That, uh, the Broncos just allowed 70 to. So the Patriots are, are all right, man. They, they know who they are. They know their yeah. identity. They're much, much like the Steelers. They know that they're mm -hmm. going to win games defensively. They're not going to ask too much out of their offense. Not trying yep. to get in too big a hole. And the Jets got all kind of problems. You see where Joe Namath came out and just yeah. threw all kind of shade Passable. at Zach Wilson. He's done with it. Uh, he was, he, but, he's over Zach Wilson, bro. And, and at one point, I think they had like a total of like 39 yards overall in offense by the third couple, quarter or something was ugly. A couple phantom sacks. Man, Will posted something yeah. the other day. He's like a Manti Tails girlfriend sack Zach Wilson on one play. You yeah. see him running around right there. He just falls down. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, this guy is just not the guy. I don't understand the evaluation. that I was kind of pulling for the guy because he was under the radar, but yeah. I never understood the top five evaluation that he got in the first place. Turned out of BYU. He was a great player at BYU, but just not, mm -hmm. not. I never expected him to be a legit NFL quarterback. We talked about not being big enough and all these different yep. things. He just doesn't look the part to me, and I don't think he's ever going to look the part. And if the no. Jets don't want this to be a lost season, they got to get in the quarterback market, try to trade for somebody, try to do something, man. They got um, Trevor Simeon uh, signing up today. Trevor Simeon I mean, is I mean, is on board. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's worse, him or Zach Wilson. But I was hard to say. I was like, I mean, I guess he. I don't know. Pick your poison. Let one play one half, one of their rotate quarters or series or something. I don't yeah. know what you do, man. I don't know, but uh, throw the wildcat in there with somebody else, some shit like that. Maybe it'll spark some offense. I don't know. I, I, they need to do something to fix this. I really, was, absolutely. I, 
I would say a week ago they probably they should try to trade for Jameis Winston, but he actually got a chance to play and didn't look very good either. So I don't know that he gives them a much better shot to no, win no. either. I, you know what? But but you know what? Uh, the Saints are not going to go with Jameis because they know Derek Carr is a little banged up. They're probably he's probably going to let him allow to take fine. a couple of games off. So yeah, yeah they, they got him listed as week to week right now. So yeah. he, he's and I think it was a non throwing shoulder that got sprained. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Be fine. They're being cautious, man. They're being cautious. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I, I wouldn't blame them either. At the, remember, no, that no. division is also very, very weak, and they, they could win that division, you know, nine and eight or whatever the case may be. And and start starting out two and one right there, they know they can uh, allow for they have mm-hmm. a little room for error if Derek Carr's got to sit out a week or two, and they got to let Jameis take the reins. Jameis doesn't necessarily give them a spot. I mean, they play my Bucks next yep. week, and we play we're notoriously terrible in New mm-hmm. Orleans, so they get Kamara back. It's gonna be. I think the Saints gonna be all right. Yeah, I think Kamara Kamara's gonna bring that next uh, that other dimension where it's gonna help the quarterback. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. More than the quarterback's gonna help him. So you won't just you won't be able to just bum rush and take off yep. after him because you got the screens with Kamara and stuff. You know, if you get him in space, he can take it to the house at any time. So yeah, it definitely exactly. adds another layer to that offense. Exactly, exactly. You know who uh, who had a nice little uh, layered offense also was the uh, Detroit Tigers, uh, Detroit uh, Lions. I'm sorry, that was baseball. I mean, even though it wasn't like a a really clean game, but they did what they were supposed to do to the Falcons. You know, they 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 roughed up a second year quarterback that can't throw the football and Jason and, and uh, Ritter and Desmond Ritter. Um, and uh, look, they shut down the running game, which is their bread and butter. They completely shut down Bijan and Tyler Algier. They they didn't let him breathe, man. It was actually one of Detroit's better defensive game. And they did enough in offense to just make sure they win. They win the game with uh, with having some injuries also. So it's uh, it was this was like I, I picked this game in the points. It was I mean, the uh, you know, the, the spread on this one, because I knew Detroit was not going to allow the Falcons to play to run wild yeah Detroit Lions a good football team man yep they, yeah. they, they they're a good football team for sure I like what I'm seeing out of them uh, they get they good smash mouth football team play yep. a lot like their head coach a lot like mm-hmm. his personality man yeah I mean Jared Goff is a good quarterback in the NFL period you know he's, he's, a, he's better he's, he's better than a, than, a, than a game manager because he, he could also like man. go off for big games I feel like he is a guy that really I, I don't mind handing Jared Goff the ball at the end of yep. a game I don't. There was a time I felt very differently about that, but he's got enough weapons around him. He doesn't turn the ball over. He had one pick in this game, but that's all right, man. He's still got a solid completion percentage there. They're giving you about the 65 to 70 mark right there. Um, I like I like Jared Goff. Jameer Gibbs has got to get more involved in this yeah. offense. And I got to pump the brakes on him a little bit from a fantasy standpoint, just because I don't know if he's anything but a complimentary type back. I don't know that he can be a three down back run between the tackles and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't think the guy's big enough, man. I think you got to use him more as a complimentary type piece. And I think that's going to affect the volume and affect his fantasy value. I mean, yeah, I know he's averaging 4.71 mm-hmm. yards a carry there, but that was because he busted a couple yeah. long ones late in that thing. Yep. Like yep. he wound up, I mean, he was struggling really mightily before that and actually broke a couple decent runs toward the end of that thing to get that stat line looking a little bit better and get him yep. over that four yard average there. But I don't know that he's an every down back, man. And I don't know that he's going to get the volume that he needs, especially when David Montgomery gets back to be a fantasy superstar right now, right now, this year is what I'm talking about. I know in years to come, he'll probably bulk up some, but right now I don't know that he's can be that guy. I mean, we shall see it's early. Uh, I think David Montgomery, I don't know if he's going to be out in the next game. Uh, it depends. I mean, Atlanta also has really good run defense. Uh, they run the ball, they well, but they also have really good run defense. So I think this was his best game. Uh, not so much from a, uh, like an explosiveness part of it, but uh, I think he shows some toughness though, man. He, he, he hit some tough, you know, short yard runs there, man, to get some defense. He's, he's a tough guy. He's a tough guy. He's a banger. I, he's not. He's not a, a finesse kind of guy. Just a finesse yeah. kind of guy because of athleticism. So they show me something. And look, the Atlanta Falcons, man. Look, nice story, two and zero. But come on, man. Everybody knows what their game plan is. They're gonna run it and and go short, dink and dunk with Bijan, and and Tyler Algier, and that's it. 
You know, they got Drake London, who's great. Kyle Pitts, you know, again, we don't know what's going to happen with Kyle Pitts, but Desmond Ritter is not the guy. Put C.J. Stroud in that team with those weapons, and you'll be seeing a different oh, yeah. score. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that makes C.J. Stroud in that spot makes that team a lot, a lot better. Anthony Richardson in that spot makes that team a lot better. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So Any of those two guys. Yeah. And maybe I just expected so much more out of Jameer, going back to him yeah. a little bit. This time, maybe yeah. I expected him to come out and be averaging 25 point fantasy points a game. Mm-hmm. And so right off the rib, it takes a little time to adjust that speed of the game, all that stuff. But I, I think you're right. I'm just going to pump the brakes a little bit. I'm not yeah. going to bench him or no, trade no, no, him no, or none no. of that yeah. stuff. Uh, but I just, I want to see a little more out of him. And the Falcons there, like you said, good story, but Desmond Ritter's not the guy. Another team with a quarterback is just not the guy, and they're going to wind up. This team's good enough to keep them out of the the lottery picks in the draft where they mm-hmm. can get one of those top-tier quarterbacks. So I don't know what they're going to plan on doing there. Maybe, I don't know, maybe trade some of that draft capital to get a veteran guy in there that, you know, like yeah. before this year when Derek Carr coming into the Saints, somebody like that can run the show. But I don't think Desmond Ritter, you know, He's clearly not just he's not just playing no. terrible. He's not ever gonna like you no. don't you don't want to hand that guy the ball at the end of the game, in my opinion. No, no, no. they're 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 letting him do what they're requesting to do is like don't turn the ball over. We know you cannot throw it 50 times, right? And get, you know, 250, 300 yards passing. They know you can't do that. No. Um they know he they, they know he can't do that. So <laughs> that's why they it, drafted it, a running back eighth overall. Exactly. <laughs> when they already had a, a running back, a rookie running back that had a thousand yards last year. That was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's that's what that's their identity, man. And, and and you know, and going back and not to beat a dead horse, but Jameer Gibbs, here's the deal. Everybody has got so caught up with Bijan, and then he was drafted like right after him, you know, a couple of picks after in the first round. People think that, yes, you're gonna get something similar to what Bijan is doing through first, you know, through the first two games. And and it's not and, fair to Jameer Gibbs either. They're, so. they're different guys, they're different yep. style guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't people want to compare them and be similar. They're not, they're not, they're different, they got different body types, yep, they got different offenses, they're just different players. So, I mean, you may get similar production out of them both, but they're going to do it in different ways. You know, talk about production, man. Freaking uh, another shootout here that uh, the Chargers are involved. And, of course, the Vikings, on the other hand, they're also involved in another shootout. I mean, what a thriller, man. I mean, it's just like every game the, the Chargers have been on, man, it's been like close games, go up front, come from behind, lose short. I mean, they finally get a win. I mean, shoot, man. And I think, dude, just, Go ahead. I think you got to bet the over on every Chargers game, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> They've gone over in every game, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think every they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're over in every single game. And yeah. listen, talking about going over, and to me, the best quarterback right now at the three, three games, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, has to be Justin Herbert. Look at his other performance, 40 for 47, yeah. 405 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. All right? This guy, through the first game, I mean, he's he's been on fire. He's, he's, he's just playing, been he's on freaking well. fire. And everybody's been giving him shit, man, because they're 0-2. Yeah. And they're sitting there and they're saying, is Justin Herbert the guy? So I'm like, you get rid of no. Justin Herbert. You you should you deserve to go in QB hell for the rest of forever if you get rid of Justin Herbert. Oh, my because- gosh. You should. You should. You should, like, get jinxed, man, for the rest of your life. And what's crazy is that that team hasn't turned the ball over to two games and they're still winless exactly. before, before this week. And that's why I'm so down on Brandon Staley because he's supposed to be a yep. defensive-minded head coach. Yep. And your offense is doing what they're supposed to do, man. Yep. They're getting out there giving you the points. They should have lost this game. They yeah. should have got beat in this game. The Vikings Absolutely. blew this at the end, getting down there, completing that fourth and five uh, to mm-hmm. Hawkinson, and wind up getting there. Instead of spike, spike the damn ball, man. They got yeah. they let 20, they're about just under 36, 37 seconds left. They let 20 or something seconds run off the clock right there, trying to get a play call in because the fans are so hyped. And I know that's kind of on the fans, but you got to expect yep. that, man. You completed a big fourth and five on a drive to win the game. The fans are going to be hyped right there. You should have probably already had a play call, but the way you prevent that, just spike the ball. 
take your time. Then you'll have 40 seconds. You get everybody settled, get it together. You got a few plays right there from inside the 10-yard line or right outside the 10-yard line. You're in the red zone. So you got plenty of plays and plenty of time to make something happen. They get out to try to rush it, winds up getting tipped, getting picked. They lose the game. That's a coaching mistake. That's on Kirk Cousins, too, because he can get up there and spike the ball. He's the one in control out there. They, they can call whatever they want on that headset, but he's the one in control. Spike the ball, man. Collect yep. yourself. Take your time and get ready to score a touchdown and win the game. I didn't it like what I saw to them at the end of the game. That was poor clock management. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know what it, what it matters a clock poorly? Keenan Allen, bro. 20 targets, 18 receptions, 215 yards. Threw for a 49, threw a 49-yard touchdown to, what was it, Mike Williams? He caught that. He caught that pass of uh, from uh, Keenan Allen. I think that's who it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, man. And shout shout out to Mike Williams. Man. I know. Torn man. ACL down for the year. I hate to see yeah. that. This guy's dealt with some injuries. I don't know if he's ever played a full season in the league. He's no. a freak athlete and a, yeah. a mismatched nightmare in a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. Was having a good game again the other day. Wound up tearing that ACL. They, they say he's going to be ready for training camp. So I don't think he just shredded everything, but still, no. he's going to be out for the season. I hate it for that guy. So shout out, good vibes, prayers, condolences, yep. all that stuff, man. Pulling for him. Hope he gets back healthy. Huge hit for the for the Chargers, of course. You know what I mean? They're yeah. trying to they're trying to do something. They have right now the teams. You know these guys are all. He's under a rookie contract, right? He hasn't blown up yet. Uh, look, I, Josh Palmer is very capable to replace Mike Williams, but he's no Mike Williams, right? I yeah. think they're gonna have to uh, make sure that Gerald Everett now gets a little more involved in the red zone. Uh, I think he probably will now. I mean, I actually went and I picked him up. He's one of my. Uh, you know, I'm a guy that doesn't draft high on tight ends when I do my drafts. Yeah, but I just like really like recycle tight ends over and over again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try Mike uh, Gerald Everett this week. I know he disappointed me last week, but I think we might be able to get something out of him this week. Um, this is, and this I think Quentin weird. Johnson, you drafted him for, he yeah. fell out of the, he felt, you know, he was high regarded, right? Right. So he got drafted, but he fell out of love and uh, you know, in the preseason and uh, hopefully maybe they'll start working him a little more. So. I, I think so. That's what I was, I was going to say, man, that's a great point. I think he's a guy, especially in some of your deeper leagues, yep. I think he's a guy you – I don't know if you want to play him just now, but I'd stash mm-hmm. him on my bench, try to see what he's going to do, what his involvement in this offense is going to be going forward because he's going to get more targets. He's going to you're going to get more more chances to I catch so, the ball yeah. in the red zone. He's a big guy. He's a burner. He can go deep. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to have to try to use him a little bit to kind of replace Mike Williams and the production they were getting out of him. So he's a guy you might want to stash and just kind of keep an eye on for a couple of weeks. But I hate it for him, man. I, I do yeah. hate, it, hate it for Mike Williams. But, yeah, Quentin Johnson is definitely a guy that you can keep an eye on because I think he's going to become a lot more involved in this offense. I think so too. I think so too. And you know what? I, you know, Eckler may not come back this week because I think they have a long week next week, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So they might keep him out one more game. So you're probably going to see another barrage of targeting and uh, passing in the next game as well. So I think uh, that's another game to keep an eye out from a uh, fantasy standpoint, right? I think Palmer might be a nice little flex of the week pick there. You know what I'm saying? If you're, uh, if you're struggling with daily fantasy. receivers. Yep. Yeah, da- Daily Fantasy, you keep an eye on Quentin Johnson and Josh Palmer for yep. Daily Fantasy because there'll be some cheaper guys you get some value on, probably low percentage being put in those lineups. And on GPP. It could be a contest winner for you if they go off. Yeah, man, you never know, man. Those are the ones – those are the garbage uh, – that's the toilet water that gets you those damn championships of the millimeters. Hey, man, you know that's, what it, that's what it takes, man, in those things. You, you can't pick all the guys everybody else is, man. you got to find that diamond in the rough to get you over the top. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, man. But listen, uh, again, uh, Justin Herbert is a stud. Uh, I'm not going to go too much on Minnesota. We know we have Minnesota. They're on three. Um, it, 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 it may be time to not hit the panic button just yet, but start moving your hand towards it. I'll, I'll say this. Of all the 0-3 teams, this is the one I'm least worried about. Exactly. They got a okay. good bounce-back game going to Carolina. I think the, I think the Vikings are going to be okay. I think there's, you're still going to be talking about them at the end of the season, being in the race in this division. I don't think anybody's going to run away with this division. It's going to be a tough, hard-hitting division all year long, except the Bears. They're going to be trash. But yes. the other three teams are going to be in it week in, week out. 
Lions, Lions got a big game going at the Packers this week, but the Vikings, I think they're going to be okay, man. I really do. Of all the 0-3 teams, they're the one I'm worried about the least. Yep, absolutely, man. And uh, talking about worrying a little bit, not a lot, but, you know, Baltimore should have had this game. All right? They were – they had a nice lead. I mean, in the – I'm sorry, the Baltimore Ravens, you know, kind of like let let them – let, let themselves game. get caught up here, man. It was a weird game. Yeah. We're really strange. I didn't even know – I didn't even have words for this. Uh, you know, Lamar was having a decent game on and off, but – I, look, Gardner Minshew, he's got he's got a backup. He's gonna do what he does. He's tough. You know what I'm saying? He I hit and turned the ball over. Sack Moss had a huge game on the ground. Uh, geez, man, it was one of those games that it was like, what the hell's going on, man? I mean, they really won this crap on the foot of Matt Gay. Yeah, bro. I mean, this I, nasty, nasty weather game. So one of those that's part of the reason why it was probably so weird. Lamar's yeah. gotta take care of the football better, man. He does. He does. He's 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 putting himself in weird spots. Mm-hmm. Like they had a weird fumble the other day. Like he was gonna yeah. try to throw it and pump it, slipped out of his hand. I know it was raining mm-hmm. all that stuff, but you got to protect the football better. You got a good defense. You got some weapons on offense. I know you don't have mm-hmm. a really solidified guy, but you got Zay Flowers. They drafted a receiver in the first round for yep. you. All yep. that stuff. You got Mark Andrews. I know the running back is by committee and it's been a debacle up there for years now, but there's really no excuse for this for no. Baltimore playing a backup quarterback. I loved no. what Gardner Minshew did came yeah. and did exactly what they yeah. asked him to do. That guy is a great backup quarterback. That's what he does, I'm, man. I would, I'm not, if I'm the New York jets, I'm trying to go all, I mean, you, you wouldn't even have to give up that much to get Gardner Minshew. Probably I'm sorry, not. Gardner Minshew gives you like 10 times the chance to win that Zach Wilson does. And I probably, you know, you probably get him for like a six round pick or something. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean I don't know why somebody's not on the phone in Indianapolis trying to get this guy in there. And he may not with with the you know his early concussion troubles. And he may not be that apt to come off of him just yet because this guy is a great plug and play quarterback. Always does what they ask him to do. Doesn't turn the ball over. Gives his team a chance to win. I don't remember the last time I seen Gardner Minshew, a Gardner Minshew led team just get blown out. And they Listen. go on the road, get a big time win right here. And the Ravens don't. Have, I mean, I, yeah, I know it's one game. You don't have to hit the panic or anything. But there's really no excuse yeah. for this. And it's gonna no. be you're gonna be in the AFC where it's a very tight, tight division. And so I Dude. think this could be another one, much like the Saints, that they look back at the end of the year and say, "Damn, we let one slip away." You don't want to fuck around with the Steelers' defense, even the Browns' defense. Well, those are really tough defenses. I think that those defenses are better than the Ravens' defense. And look you know what, what the Bengals did last night to the Rams. Yeah, and the, yeah, exactly. I mean, yo, you don't want to do that. I mean, but yo, Gardner Minshew, bro, the new age fits magic. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? I, I love he it. Is, I, I like that. That's a great analogy, man. I like that he is the new age fits magic. Yeah, bro. He's going go to go. He's going to have a long career. He's going to play with like 13 teams, but yeah. they got to keep picking this guy up, giving him the highest amount of money for a backup quarterback because they know what they got with this guy. He's going to start somewhere again, you know, like that. He's going to be that kind of guy. You know what? Hey, we got to draft a quarterback next year. That's him. He's the new age fits magic because. He does have that, you know, that that that, that feel to him, right? Slinger, you know, gunslinger. I'm gonna run it. Fucking, I'm cool as shit with my mustache and my long hair. Yeah. Uh, yo, f you. I'm gonna go in there and do whatever the hell I want. He's the new age Fitz Magic, bro. I, I love Gardner Minshew too, man. And you know, it's his story so cool. He was pretty much done with football. He was gonna go yeah. coach at Alabama with Nick Saban. Nick Saban was gonna have him on as a coach. And yeah. Mike Leach wound up calling him. He had a fifth year eligibility. Wound up talking to him into coming up Washington State and playing. And everybody knows he threw for like five thousand yeah. yards or something. Winds up getting drafted, man. So this guy was already out the game almost and comes back and just, like you said, new AIDS fits magic. I love that, man. I might still that start using it. Somewhere. That's exactly what this guy is. He's going to have like 15 jerseys to hang up in his living room when it's all said oh, and done. Absolutely. But he's got to make a nice living because Fitzpatrick, man, he's made a nice living. Look, he's, he, now he's reaping oh. the rewards, man, making commercials. On the he's post killing it, bro. Shows. He is <laughs> killing the it. dream, dude. I mean, I, I, how many backup quarterbacks 
can say they had the career that Fitzpatrick had and then be as notable as, you know, as noticeable and, and as famous as he is. Everybody knows who he is. And this guy's not Absolutely. even a Hall of Famer. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. He started for that many different teams. I, almost yeah. that in itself is impressive enough for me to give the man a gold jacket. That's true. Almost and then you know what? He went to Harvard. So go ahead and give him that shit. That's what I'm so saying. Yeah, the man ain't no dummy. That's so, for sure. No. That's for sure. I love Fitzpatrick, man. I really do. But yeah, big win by the Colts right here. Yep. People forget how good this Colts defense is. Uh, you know, this is a great defense, too. This is a top 10 defense in the league. And this team, this defense is going to keep this team in games week in and week out. Period. Hey, listen, that's they, what it is. They're not going to have to get much out of the quarterback spot. Yeah, this week they live, you either live or die by the foot. And they live by the foot because Matt Gay, for the first time in NFL history, had four over 50 yard field goals made. That's, wow, that's, that's the first time in NFL history? That's, yep, the first time in NFL history. Wow. That's crazy. That's a, that's a gangster stat right there, man. That's crazy. And they're not missing uh, Jonathan Taylor four, right, right now because Zach Moss is making them forget after no, games like this. John Taylor, I mean, and even when John Taylor comes back, people are like, does Zach Moss still have fantasy value when he comes back? Yes, I think he does. They gave that he man does. 30 carries last week, man. Yep. Yep. He's not just going to lose all, and, and he's showing production. He's out there playing. They're like, Jim Mercer's yep. sitting back, kind of looking like a genius. He's like, I told you I didn't have to pay no running backs. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> they're not like rushing towards like jonathan taylor like bro come on we're, we're begging you come back you know what i mean it's not like a chris jones scenario where they got to pay this guy to come back hey we're going to game yeah, week four our quarterback jonathan. probably comes back next week and uh and if it doesn't hey we're going to do more of the same with our backup and, and what we and have jonathan taylor's sitting back now waiting on his phone to ring man they were calling him off the hook for a couple weeks there now zach moss has done showed up and he's probably feeling yep. all lonely over there sitting by himself in the corner at the dance I absolutely think so. I, I definitely agree with you. I absolutely agree with you, man. Um, you know what? Another uh not and this one I'm gonna enjoy. You know, talk, somebody that should be sitting on the phone as the uh, you know the offense of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, man, because um, I got I got a feeling I know where you're headed here. <laughs> how, how the hell? And and let me just say this right away, man. At least as bad of a season we're heading down this rabbit hole with the Giants, at least we did not lose to the fucking Cardinals. All right. We the came only, back and we won. Easy on that, though. The only defense they got is they beat you 40 nothing when you play that stuff. Hey, so, you know what? Hey, li hey, listen, bro. Listen, that might be the only thing I hang my hat on this year. It's winning loose of the fucking Cardinals. All right. That's, that's, that's hey, I understand. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good hook to hang your hat on, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. And I said this on Wake and Rake Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Like, this would be the, such a Cowboys thing to do. Come out the first two weeks, look great. Everybody yeah. talking about how great they are, best team in football, all this stuff. And to lose to the team that everybody pre is pretty widely considered the yep. worst team in football. Well, before last week, they were the Bears. Mm -hmm. I think I'm pretty yep. sure it is yep. now. But, Bears are now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bears are the Broncos, one of the two. But yeah. the Cardinals, we fully expect them to be bottom five of the league. And I said it, this would be such a Cowboys thing to do, be two touchdown favorites almost, and come in and just lay an egg and get beat by almost two touchdowns. Cowboys, this is inexcusable, man. No, it, it this is right here is inexcusable. I know they lost Trayvon Diggs to the ACL, but you can't tell me that that man is worth basically four touchdowns. Oh my gosh, you're right. That. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I mean, yeah, and you know, he's a big hit because Trayvon is also a big leader in the locker room, right? He's one of those inspirational oh, yeah. guys. People follow him, uh, and you know, it's but that defense definitely it's gonna hurt the defense. But you just don't. I mean, what the hell, man? I mean, it's not like the the, the Cardinals have a you know, have freaking CJ Stroud back there, a quarterback, you know, as a rookie, you know, slinging it like 50 freaking times. I mean, you got Josh yep. Dobbs, who's serviceable. My guy, so Josh Dobbs, man, the former he, ball. I love Josh Dobbs. Looking like an alien out there, man. Oh, my gosh. Look at the, 50, the second consecutive week in a row. He's running the ball well, you know, making plays when he needs to, you know, not not a lot. And look, this team is running the ball well. Look, James Conner, uh, what, touchdown for the second consecutive week, you know, almost at 900 yards. He's When healthy, James Conner has always been a really, really good back, you know, and, and man, solid. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Marquise uh, Brown, again, another touchdown. I think that's back-to-back weeks, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. not receiving. So, it's not the... If you look, this is a fucking game that cost me a, a real easy parlay, man. You know, it's the only one in there, and I didn't even go for the points. I said, you know, I'm gonna pick the money line because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill it. You know, it's one of my fillers, right? I know this is gonna happen, so just you know, raise that damn, uh, that damn return by you know plus one hundred or something like that, and make yeah, it from yeah, like, you know twenty two hundred to like twenty three hundred. You know what I mean? Just really, like, I got, got greedy. You. That's what happens. It does. It usually does, man. Yeah, no, I was, I was sitting by this. One. I didn't even, I didn't touch this one. I knew it smelled funny. I was like, yeah, shit. I, I don't trust the Cowboys in all these spots. I mean, I was looking at the the fantasy app on ESPN the other day. You look mm-hmm. at the picture of Josh Dobbs in there. He totally looks like that guy off the Goonies back in yes, the day. Yes, he does. You know, like, hey, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, yeah, he he, I, I like Josh Dobbs though, man. He's playing well, doing what they ask him to do in that offense too. Not really turning the ball over. I mean, mm-hmm. you look, the Cardinals could easily. <laughs> this is weird to say. The Cardinals could be sitting here three zero. Yes, they they, they could have they, they had a chance to win that game at Washington in week one. They were up by three mm-hmm. touchdowns on you guys in week mm-hmm. two at home. And That's then cr- they beat the Cowboys in week three. Who would have thought the Cardinals had a chance in hell of starting out three and oh? I mean, I know they've been competitive on all three games. It's crazy. Yeah, it is absolutely. freaking crazy. This might be Nobody. a team I have to start telling a little bit because people are giving them way too many points. It looks yes. like, man. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You're absolutely right. About- I mean, I was like, wow, man. I mean, I didn't think they were going to, I didn't think it was going to be a close game, but I didn't think it was going to be like this, this backwards. And then, you know, what's us, right? I mean, again, yeah, no, look, that, that's Dak's first interception this year, right? Let's not go crazy with Dak's interceptions and stuff like that. That's the first one he's thrown, but dude, I don't see that. I want to take charge and, and confidence of Dak Prescott. I mean, look, Tony Pollard is beasting it. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. That's why you got rid of Zeke. This guy should have been the number one, the number one back two years ago. But you know, you had Zeke on their contract. That's great and nice and dandy, but we ain't seen Jack from anybody else. You know what I'm saying, dude? CD Lamb. You know he had a good week the last week, but we haven't seen a lot, man. This there's, this offense looks a little bit off in my book. I think it might be Dak, man. I, I do. I'm I'm still not sold on Dak. I'm not, I've never been sold on him. And I just uh, I know he had the big injury a couple years ago and everything, mm-hmm. but I just I I just have not been sold on Dak. He's another guy that. He hasn't shown me anything. I'd I'd tell you right now. I'd rather have Jared, <clears throat> excuse me. I'd rather have Jared Goff as Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if he, you tell me I got one drive, two minutes, win the game, I'm gonna put the ball in Dak Prescott or Jared Goff's hands. I'm gonna put it in Jared Goff's hands. Yep, me too. With this lineup, I'm the on the outside with either team. With either team, yep. you can give either one of them the set of weapons that either one of them's got, mm-hmm. and I'll take Jared Goff over Dak Prescott all day long. I'm gonna tell you right now what Jerry Jones is thinking. He's thinking every week. Seeing Jack, you know, Dak Prescott's sorry ass performance offensively. I wish Tony Romo had a team like this. Maybe oh he God. would have finally he would have finally taken us to the mountaintop. I think you know Tony what I mean? Romo might be one of the most underrated quarterbacks in NFL history. I, I, I know he's up there and people talk pretty highly yeah. of him, but I don't think people realize how good Tony Romo was. Yep. He got a lot of shit for some of that stuff in the playoffs and some of the tough losses they took, but Tony Romo was a great NFL quarterback. And with a team yeah, like he this, was. He was. I think he could let him to the promised land. I didn't like his ass because he didn't play for the Dallas Cowboys, but Tony Romo right. is, it was one of those guys that, I mean, again, just like another guy that was not supposed to be there, got his opportunity like Dak. You got to give Dak credit in that way too. He took an opportunity just like Tony Romo did, and they both made it paid. But I think Romo so far, if you compare both of them, you know, Dak had one really good year. That everybody was saying, oh, he's way better than Tony Romo. I was like, guys, Tony Romo did it for a very long time before he got hurt. You know, so yeah. consistency was Romo. Romo had consistency year over year, regular season, he, he, he was very consistent. Dak, I've seen a really good MVP year once, rookie year, and then the next year after that. That's it. You know, I don't know if yeah. it's the injury or, or everybody kind of figure him out, but 
you, you can't compare him to Tony Romo. It's got to be rough too, day in, day out, having to see all the stuff in the media at a place like Dallas and being the guy in Dallas. And you you hear all that stuff all day long too. I know people don't want to read too much into that, but I'm sorry. But these people are human beings too, man. You hear all this chirping all the time, year in, year out. It's got to weigh on you at some point. And you have a game like this. Let's see if he bounces back. He got a big, big game next week against the Patriots. So we'll yep. see if he bounces back. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, they should because they're offensively, the Patriots are, you know, dog water. Uh, but, you know, hey, you never know what that defense can make uh, Dallas. That defense do. is good. It'll yep. be a good test for Dak to see. I mean, because that's a defense. That's another top 10 defense in the league, in my opinion, with Bill Belichick having the time to prepare for him and all that stuff. Anytime you play a Bill Belichick coach defense, you better pack your lunch, man. Listen, they're going to need their starters in, in the offensive line back because if not, it's going to be more of the same. You know what I'm saying? More That's right. That's right. I agree. Um, this game right here, man, uh, 0-3 Carolina. I can't believe Andy Dalton is still in the league, and every time he's getting an opportunity, he'll throw a good game or two in there because he, he threw that shit 58 times, bro, 361 yards. I mean, it was a lot of garbage points there towards the end. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Seattle Seahawks are, you know, have rebounded after starting 0-1, and, you know, they, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, kind of taking charge of that division. They're 2-1. You know they're they're trying they're trying to they're trying to make the playoffs again. So uh, yeah. you know Gino doing what he does best. Uh, Kenneth Walker back to back solid freaking games. games. Uh, I like Zach Charbonnet. We're gonna spend most of this time on the Seahawks in my book. Not oh, a lot yeah. of the game, but yeah, yeah Charbonnet man, he looked tough. Best best game as a rookie so far. Man, he he he's he's a big dude, man. He's powerful. He he popped that dude. He, he was running angry. Oh, he no, he I, is. I him and him and Kenneth Walker both, man. They yeah. uh, you better you better pack your speaking of packing your lunch, you better pack your lunch. You're gonna come hit these two dudes, man, because they will smack you in the mouth. That's good old old school football yeah. for you right there. But I think the Seahawks kind of figured it out. Had those struggles at home in week one against the Rams team, who is I think a lot better than people expected. But division game there, those those that division always plays kind of weird. So I can let that one slide. Go to Detroit, win the big game in overtime last week, and then come out and pretty much controlled this one throughout. Never really was in doubt. And I couldn't figure out why the line was so small. I wound up seeing through it and go ahead and take the Seahawks right there. But I couldn't figure out why it was so low. I think the Seahawks have kind of figured it out. And the Panthers are going to have problems throughout this entire year. Red Rifle steps in in a tough spot and plays well. Adam Thielen. Let's let's give credit where credit is due, man. Adam Thielen yeah. is rejuvenated, man. He is, he is rejuvenated. That's back-to-back really big games, man. All yeah. right, for Adam Thielen. This one right here, he was what? He was probably like one of the top wide receivers. I mean, there were so many wide receivers, man, with 130-plus yards. And over like ten receptions this week with a touchdown, it was ridiculous, man. Bro, man. after after, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just said, I'm uh, Adam Thielen. I watched him though play against the Saints, but I saw involved mm -hmm. he was in offense. His receptions were sitting at three and a half. Mm -hmm. over, I went over three and a half with plus money and uh, beat that thing in about the first quarter, man. <laughs> the only thing I won money this week was my pickums. You know, and on the dog, I played. I played a total of like I think it was uh, four of them, and I won three out of four. On uh, okay. between Sunday okay. and Mondays, that was the only thing I won money this week. You know what I mean? You know, over on the but that's it, man. I, oh, everything else went down the hill because I I, I made the wrong combinations here with uh, you know, we with know uh, some of the parlays. Yeah, you know how that is. The yeah, Thielen, shout you, out man. to Thielen, man. He's been he's been he's been that guy that they that's what they got him for. They wanted a, a nice veteran for Bryce Young, uh, to be um, you know, to kind of like help him out and, and kind of yeah. you know ease him into the the league. And he's been doing just that. And um, you know, just the thing is that you know, there's a big difference between Bryce Young and a guy and a veteran like you know Andy Dalton. Who, even though he's he's past his prime or whatever the case may be, he could still learn a lot from from this performance he had last week because he was you know they they played they played they competed.
that's all you could ask for. Oh, that yeah. Team. Oh, yeah. The Red Rifle ain't still out there at 36 years old because he, he don't want to play, man. He still believes he's the starting quarterback in this league. Oh, he does. He absolutely and, does. And, yeah, and steps in and and, and fills, fills in, does just what he was supposed to do, man. That's what you want your backup to do, to go in and just kind of give your team a chance. Uh, and they're they're outmatched talent-wise in this thing. Everybody knows they're going to be yeah. outmatched talent-wise in a lot of games they play this year, probably every single one of them. That's just part of it. When you're one of the worst teams in the league, it, it's part of it. They're they're rebuilding. They're trying to do it the right way. I think they're a little farther behind than teams like the Texans, yep. and that, yep. that would have surprised me at the beginning of the year because I would expect the Texans to have more of a rebuilding job to do. Uh, I think that speaks to D'Amico Ryan's right there. But the Panthers, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of a lost season for them, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, I think a lot, of, a lot of weeks I'm going to be fading them. I think it's about all about the pan, uh, Panthers to make sure that Bryce Young doesn't get killed. All right? yeah, that's what you got to do. Make sure you don't break him like like they did David Carr in Houston back in the day when he had that trash offensive line. Just don't get the guy hurt really bad, catastrophic, where he's got to sit out a year or don't get his confidence so shattered and make him so terrified back there that he's never able to play good football again. So, yeah, they got to they gotta be careful with that. That's a fine line. Perfect. Uh, listen, Cricket, before we move on, let me uh, play a word from our sponsors at BetUS, uh, where the game begins. Check out the link in the description of this video. Go ahead for 100, click it if you want 125% sign on bonus, one of the biggest sign on bonuses in the business. All right, that's BetUS, where the game begins. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17. I've had 27 beers spilt on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Sign up at BetUS and get a massive 125% bonus. And folks, unlike me, make sure you tell Cricket because this guy gives free picks on a weekend basis, college, NFL, and uh, trust me, man, he uh, he's he's good. He's good. Follow him on Twitter because trust me, you're not gonna be disappointed. All right, I, I this week I'm all over his shit, win or lose. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that, my man. All right, man. Moving on. Now let's talk about tailing here, bro. Let me see what the hell we got next. Yeah, look at the guy. Uh, you know, hey, listen, that's two weeks, two wins in a row for a tough Steeler fucking defensive team, man. Man, what you say? All right, let's give credit where credit is due, bro. Everybody were like, oh, yeah, you know, they got their asses kicked. Well, that was San Francisco in game one, all right, bro? That was San Francisco in game one. They came, look, that's two tough teams that beat back-to-back weeks, all right? With probably one of the worst offensive lines in the league as well, all right? And, and look, they, they made it work. That defense is just that damn good, bro. TJ Watts is that damn good. Alex Heisman is that damn good. I mean, geez, bro, they uh they played tough, and they 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 kept, they kept the uh, the Raiders at bay, with, regardless of a big game by Devontae Adams, who's just completely built different. Man, that guy's I, – I, I love watching Devontae. I hate it this week because he literally beat me single-handedly in a couple of fantasy yeah. leagues. I don't have him in a single one. I've, I've been on this train. I think Devontae's – you know, he's got to be on the back of his – whatever, man. Devontae's still one of the best oh. players in football right now. Just out there jogging around. Doesn't even look like he's running hard. Just jogging around, oh. finding spots, making plays. I love watching that guy play the game. Jimmy Garoppolo's got to be in heaven because he's never had a receiver mm-hmm. like that in his life. Um, but just, the Steelers defense, you talk about Highsmith yeah. and Watt. Yeah. And those guys are big and angry and get to the quarterback in a hurry. Oh. Got Garoppolo, I think he's a, got a, had a concussion. They got a concussion <laughs> now. They're in protocol and stuff. So, I mean, you never want to see T.J. Watt and Alex no. Highsmith running at you, man. 
Then they got Minka back there. They got a good secondary. Mm-hmm. This is a good football team, man. They're a good yes. defensive football team. Mike Tomlin, another one that knows his identity, mm-hmm. knows who his team is. He's not going to try to put too much on Kenny Pickett in that offense. Need to see more out of Najee. Jalen Warren's looking mm-hmm. good, but they're kind of splitting those guys up more yep. of a running back committee type thing. Yep. Najee's got the slight edge in, in volume right there. But neither one are really putting out any fantasy production. But Mike Tomlin knows who his team is. He's going to let his defense keep him in the games and needs just enough out of Kenny Pickett. Don't turn the ball over. And they're mm-hmm. going to win football games. You know, right now, Kenny Pickett's, you know, completion percentage is freaking out the, you know, it's, it's bad. You know what I mean? It's, it's on the floor. Yeah. However, uh, if he doesn't make mistakes, and look, think about this. This game, like you said, their identity, right? Najee carried it 19 times, and he he ran rough, right? Really tough, right? He wore down a lot, you know, the, uh, yeah. the Raiders defense. Jalen Warren, you know, had himself eight carries, but he also has been catching the ball out of the backfield. Really, really effective, helping out, um, you know, some dump downs for Kenny Pickett when he's in trouble. That's kind of what they're doing right now. Of course, Pickens can get away at any time. Kyle Austin, big game here. You know, you know, prior for they they have a lot of weapons. They know they're not offensively a freaking uh, you know, firecracker here, but defensively they they are a big blockbuster, man. And um, dude, they just really, really nasty. And they they know their identity. They know their identity. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm not gonna ask too much out of Kenny. That offensive line for this too is just trash. It is trash. It is trash. I think I think if Pickett. If he has more time to throw, I think they'll put up about seven more points per game. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's part of it, man. That guy's having to run for his life in a lot of yeah. spots. So that's that's the thing. They need to. They said they drafted Najee to help that running game. They should have drafted some offensive linemen because that 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 thing is yeah. a problem for him. But the defense is going to keep him in ball games. I don't think they're going to give up more than three touchdowns in many spots at all all year long. And Mike Tomlin knows what to do. If I got if it ever comes down to a question. If teams are close and stuff like that, I'm always going to take the Steelers because I think Mike Tomlin out coaches about 95% of the guys he ever squares off against. I just love what yeah. that guy does. He is, bro. He's steady, bro. He's steady year after year. There's a reason why he's one of the long, you know, one of the long reigning coaches, right? Uh, so far, uh, with with one team. I mean, he's yeah. never seen anything else. Because that's not that's not easy to do. It's not easy to yep. keep the fan base and the the owners and all those people. Yep happy long enough and and be successful enough to be able to sustain that over the amount of time that Mike Tomlin has. So that's just a testament to him, man, because it's hard to be a, a one-tenured coach that long in the NFL. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. One thing, going back to Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams clearly is a wide receiver that makes quarterbacks, not the other way around. The quarterback, yeah. you know, it's like Patrick Mahomes make other guys much, much better. Devontae Adams doesn't need Hey, Patrick Mahomes, because we've seen him right now without Aaron Rodgers with two, you know, okay quarterbacks, not elite quarterbacks who's had, he's had same seasons as he did with, or even better. Yeah. He is just built freaking different. He's, he's still Devontae. How many times do we see big time receivers getting quarterbacks mm-hmm. and complain they can't be as productive? That ain't Devontae. Devontae mm-hmm. can beat you. Go out there and throw the ball to him, man. Yep. That dude, I mean, he's like tough. Said, yeah, he does it, man. I mean, even Jimmy said it that Devontae Adams kind of defies what he's accustomed to do, right? You know, the basics, the 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 stuff, the highest high percentage. He says that he's so good that sometimes he likes to like do certain things that you're not supposed to do as a quarterback because he's that damn good. He kind of yeah. pushes limits. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's what Jimmy Garoppolo was talking about the other night. They were saying I was watching the broadcast, and they were saying he was like, you know, there's a lot of things that I had to he, Jimmy, let's be honest. Jimmy had never had a no. bunch of Big, big-time receiver. He had Debo out there, Brandon yeah, Ayuk, yeah. Stuff, but he had never had a receiver like Devontae. No. And he was like, you know, I had to train myself for years in the league not to make certain throws like that. He's like, now I'm like a kid in a candy store because yeah. I come, I'm like, oh, I can do this with Devontae. And he's just slinging it all over the place. And Devontae comes up with about 80% of those. Yep, that's true. And the Raiders are going to be a tough out. they got a good defense, right? You know, they, the running game hasn't hit the oh, hasn't blown off the ground yet with Jacobs. Uh, well, I think when those two, when that thing clicks together, they're going to start, they got to surprise some teams. 
So they're going to be a tough I, out week after week. I, I think they're getting too many points next week. I, I like the Raiders at the at the Chargers right there, man. Getting five yeah. and a half points right now, five and a half to six. Mm-hmm. I think that's too many points in that game. It would not blow my mind to see the Raiders go win that thing. No, you're right. You're right, especially with the way uh, the Ra- the the Chargers are playing defense. So yeah, yeah division game. Good. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, man. Man, you're listen. Uh, we were talking about Baker Mayfield, how great he was doing. Look, he didn't completely trash shit the bet this week. It's just, dude, you know, the freaking Eagles have really good defense, man. Eagles are good, man. They got a really good offensive line. I, yeah. I said to my buddy Cody, I said, we we're doing a little Monday night preview. I said, no way that I, I was high on the DeAndre Swift under on the rushing yard. It's only sitting like 37 and a half. He wound up going yeah. off again. I mean, he had over that, and I think his first four carries. Mm-hmm. This Eagles offensive line is something else, man. It is. That Buccaneers front seven ain't no joke. They ain't no slouch. They've been handling their business the first couple of weeks. Only, mm-hmm. you know, allowed 17 points to two. Well, to the Vikings, who's a pretty pretty good offense. The Bears are the Bears. But mm-hmm. same time, I mean, the, the Bucks run seven ain't no joke. And the Eagles pushed them all over the place, man. Just opening holes you could drive a truck through last night. And I expect this. I was high on the Eagles. I love my Bucks. I do. I think we've overperformed. I think it might be. A, we might have already hit our peak for the season at this point. But. I expected a regression. I expected Baker to take a step back. Yep. I uh, expected the Eagles to give them all they want. I thought this was because some of the easiest money all weekend with them giving yep. up less than a touchdown right here. And they came in nasty weather throughout that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it was and a bad. Ba- it was. Yeah. Yeah. Baker didn't play play bad, but no, you know, no. at the same time, Baker's not going to be that guy. One once again, one of those guys. I don't want to have to hand Baker the ball with two minutes to go down yep. less than a touchdown. I it mean, look, AJ Brown, the gre- you know, the squeaky wheel got greased. Great, great game. Nine receptions, 131. Yeah, I think he even dropped a freaking potential touchdown there, uh, a six-yard TD uh, during the victory. Mike Evans did not have as good of a game as the first two games, but still got a touchdown. You know, this guy is just playing at a different level at his 10th year, uh, 60 yards, another touchdown. They, 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 it was a close game. It was kept It was kept close. Um, Mike yeah. Mike could have had a much better game, though. Dropped a few balls, yeah. like, right. make the plays on and stuff. So, but, you know, he could have had a better game. Still out there That's trying right. to get paid. Mike trying to get paid. Exactly. But, we got another the, the Bucks got a, we got another tough game coming up this week. Having to travel to New Orleans division mm-hmm. game. New Orleans coming off after letting down up there in Green Bay. They're gonna get Kamara back. We always traditionally mm-hmm. play bad in New Orleans. So I'm pretty high on the Saints in this one. Again, I just think it's gonna be a tough mm-hmm. spot for us to go and bounce back right here. I just don't see it happening. But the Eagles, Eagles look good, man. And I think they're they're three and zero, looking like one of the best teams in football. And I think they're only playing about C football. For them. Yep, yep, uh, definitely, absolutely. And we'll, we'll hit the best teams in football with my top 10 power rankings right before the end of the show. Jalen still doesn't look like the same Jalen from last year, but that team is so damn good, you know, with the running game, just like last year. They, they, they're not missing Miles Sanders because DeAndre Swift is, yeah, definitely the lead back, but if you look at it, snap counts, and they were pretty much, pretty, pretty much similar. If you look at the snap, I don't have the snap counts in front of me, but it was like 52 to 48 or something like that. Uh, look, game will... First game back after being hurt last week, had 14 carries as opposed to DeAndre Swift, 16 carries. It's going to be one of those things where they're going to run the ball 30 times a game and not counting Jalen Hurts' attempt as well. Yeah. And you know how he is, bro. You, you're four and one. They, they have the best quarterback sneak quarterback in the game. I was starting right? to say, you, you expect about four quarterback sneaks a game, at least from yep. those guys. And they're going to get all, I think they, they finally missed one the other night, but then they just lined up and did it again. And they got it. You're not going to stop them two, two plays in a row. If I, if I was them, I got third and less than two, man. I'm running that QB sneak two plays in a row and saying, stop me. No, and absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> a- abs- absolutely, man, absolutely. And uh, talking about stopping, I don't know if uh, his pet, you know, little pet speech, and I, for- and I forgot I've missed this one through my, my lineup, a little pet speech saying that he's going to start playing his type of football, Mr. Justin Fields here, worked out yeah. well in week three because, man, he looked worse in week two and week one. It don't matter what kind of football just yeah. Fields plays, man. He ain't the guy. 
He ain't the guy, and he's not going to get – you're not going to be a great NFL team with that guy as your quarterback. Not to say he's not a great athlete. Not yep. to say he hasn't been a great football player throughout his life and all that stuff. He's not an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Plain, simple, all there is to it. Some people got it, some people don't. It's not easy to be an NFL starting quarterback. There's 32 of them in the world. So it's not an easy thing to do. Justin Fields ain't one of them. He ain't one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the world, period. For somebody that hasn't taken the next step, you know, in his quarterback evolution, he's actually regressed in his quarterback evolution. So usually you take a next step and you do, we have a great year and then you regress the following year. Cause you know, be for you to regress, you got to move forward. Justice hasn't moved forward yet, but he's regressing. It, I don't know if that makes sense to you. You know what I mean, dude? No, no, it does. It does. Like I said, I, I'm not right seeing Justin. Me. We expected him to come out and be a game buster this year. Everybody was talking to him. Not we didn't. We didn't. I didn't. Me and me and Will been saying for months we didn't think this guy was the guy. But everybody was so high on this guy yep. coming in. We even had Ryan Cannell from Sports World over there come in with us, do our mm-hmm. Bears previews. And he, he he's a realist Bear fan. Uh, he he knows that he's not the guy. He was hoping he was going to be wrong, but he's not. Justin Fields is still bad. Is getting worse. And I oh, don't yeah. think that this is. Uh, I mean, they better hope that they go ahead and get that number one draft pick. They can get Caleb Williams. They can make move on from this and be done with it anyway. But. You ain't, you ain't making the playoffs with Justin Fields your quarterback ever. I was I would try to trade Justin Fields right now, man. You know what I mean? And try to like put somebody else a quarterback till, and tank the rest I, of the year. I would wait till he had a couple of good games. It might be a good thing next week. He play, gets to play the Broncos this week, so he might lock them up. But I'd wait till he had a real good game and I'd trade Bro, him while the price was high. That's for sure. Listen, the Jets will take him. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> that might be the only place that he could go and actually make the team better. Next week, <laughs> the Jets will take them. All right, that's that's uh, that's there's those, those buyers, man. Just gotta you gotta dig on you gotta yeah. dig deep enough. Joe Joe Namath will go pick Justin Fields up on his own private jet to get his ass in New York. That's right, man. <laughs> and he'll take him to New York and all oh, his old lounges and shit. You know what I'm saying? Get him BD <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. Absolutely. Oh man, we don't have to talk much about the damn uh, you know uh, Kansas City Chiefs, bro. Patrick Mahomes just does what he keeps doing over and over again. Uh, you know, again, it's a, a pedestrian. Uh, wide receiving core, but hey, you got Travis Kelsey, second consecutive game, another touchdown. Uh, it's just more of the same. You could tell they're starting to feel comfortable again. Mahomes, I know, and I know the Bears have a rough defense, but that's two games in a row for Kansas City. And again, even though they're not as sharp as they were last year, leading all the ca- offensive categories in the league, you still got Patrick Mahomes, who is doing Patrick Mahomes things. Freaking I think they'll. I, I think they'll be fine. I think they're doing. Me I too. think they're progressing at the right rate. Uh, they got, still got Andy Reid. They still got Pat Mahomes. Still got Travis Kelsey. Still got Chris Jones. All those guys are still out there, man. And the the, the Chiefs are going to be just fine. And it's not going to surprise me at all to see them back in their sixth straight AFC Championship. Me too. I I I'm with you 100. Uh, percent And let's let's cap off the the last Monday night game. The Bengals, another ugly ass game, dude. Uh, the Bengals uh, looked. I don't want to say they looked bad, but come on, man. It's for sure that. Joey, Joey buckets, man, is not looking right, man. He, he is, uh, is, is it, is it smart to keep him out there? Maybe give him a game or so. I don't know. What do you think? I, I mean, I think it's a guy, he's just such an ultimate competitor. If he mm-hmm. can be out there and give his team, they, you obviously never want to start. Oh, and three, he knew last yeah. night was one of those games where they really, really needed him out there. And just for the morale of it all. Cause mm-hmm. I heard Marcus Spears talking about it before the game. You know, when you're a defensive minded guy and you, you know, you your, your guy in the quarterback is kind of questionable going in the game Will you see him gut it out and want to go out there and play for you guys it makes it it hypes the defense up a little bit and they look great last night getting six or seven sacks in that thing so they mm-hmm. went out inspired they see their guy out there gutting it out he took some hits came up lame a couple times limping but gutted it out gritty performance got the job done didn't play a great game but did enough to make let his team win this is more about the rams losing this game um yep. down there and you know they get inside the red zone or 
inside the 10-yard line, maybe. I know it was in the red zone three different times early on in that thing. Why not have to take field goals in all three spots? You can't trade touchdowns for field goals. You just can't do that. The offensive line for the Rams was in trouble all night long. I know they were playing with a backup tackle, and you put him up against Hendrickson. That's a, that's a tough, tall task for a starting tackle in the NFL, put him up against Hendrickson. But he was wide open all night long, kept pressure on yep. Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. and just, just really you know, kind of took the Rams out of their game plan. The Rams had some unlucky spots where that mm-hmm. tip ball picked off and yep. things like that. But it was just one of those weird games, and the Bengals did what they had to do. Never want to start yep. 0-3 in the NFL season. They, they got it done. Joey Buckets gritted it out, and they're going to have another tough game this week when they travel to Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy. I mean, another another tough, ugly defensive game. And I think they're going to win this one, too. It's going to be similar to this. Uh, Tennessee might come out with a little more fire, run the football more. Uh, you know, But I think it's going to be kind of those things that it's a little better. Like, you know, they've been feeding. I mean, Mixon had a good game last week, and that's what you need. You need to start getting Mixon involved and from all facets of the, of the game and tossing it to Mixon, you know, whether he's throwing it to him or, or giving him the carries, because he's still that kind of back, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, when his is. volume is high, it, things go well for uh, what you would call it for the Bengals. And finally, you know, our boy um, Jamar Chase, which you knew he was not going to stay down for three games. I, I know, like had what a they really did good him. game. I like what they did with him. Get him involved a yep. lot, a lot more, a lot more targets. Get him involved yep. in space. You seen him want to put the ball in his hands. That's your best player on your team. I mean, him, Joe Burrow, arguably, you know, one A, one B. But that's one of the best players on your team. You got to get him involved. The the amount of volume he had got uh, in the first two weeks was despicable. You know, you got to get that guy involved in your offense right there. I think Joe Mixon's going to have a rough week this week. I think I'm going to bet the under on whatever running back is facing yeah. the Titans week in and week out. I just think it's going to be a tough game for him. That's the only reason why it's kind of a weird line to me. I might have to look yep. more into it as the week goes along, kind of monitor what's going on with Joey Buckets and see yep. how he's going to be feeling come Sunday. But this is a weird type game to me right here because after they get the big win, they go on the road, they're less than a field goal favorite right there. Um, the Titans play well at home, and I like that run defense. So I, that's going to be one of my big props this week. It's probably the under on Joe Mixon's rushing yard. Probably sitting around 50, okay. the high 40s, low 50, something like that. But I don't see him getting more than 30, honestly. Oh, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't go the over. I mean, it, it, you'll, you'll get maybe over 50 all-purpose yards if he catches a couple of footballs because of right. defense, because I run defense. Um, you know, talking about catching something, um, let, me, let me give you the loser of the week. And I have a bonus loser of the week. And <clears throat> let me – First, I'm going to throw the slide out there. But first, of course, I got to play my boy, Jim Carrey. So it was hard, right? It was between two two NFL teams. I got to put Justin Fields in the Bears there. I mean, maybe rightfully so. But come on, man. After what Miami did, 70 points. I, I... it's just ridiculous. I mean, this this Denver team gave up at halftime. They were done. They gave up on the fans. They gave up on the coach. It's not looking great. And it was a complete shit show. As, as good of an offensive game, historic by the Dolphins. I mean, the plays of the, that McDaniels was calling. He was even in the damn stands hanging out with fans, bro. And during the game, all right, he was hanging and taking selfies with people. Yeah. This is like definitely loser of the week. Where the Denver Broncos, every single person there, not just one, everybody deserves equal blame. And that includes Sean Payton, who I think the three games has lost this fucking team so far. I know I might maybe overreacting, but it's bad. It doesn't look great. All right. And Colorado, Mile High City is looking like really Mile High Low. I don't think you're overreacting too much at all, man. I don't know how you can't lose the team, the fan base. I don't know how to, you don't lose your own confidence after something like this, man. And there ain't no excuse. You're a professional football player. You don't you don't get you don't get the option to quit and lay mm-hmm. down 
and stuff. You're getting paid millions of dollars to go out there week in, week out. You're an entertainer, man. You're not. And it, don't get me wrong. It was entertaining if you're it a was, Dolphins it fan. Was. But was. you got to give you you got to give the respect to your fans and the people that pay your salary, buying your jerseys and all that stuff. I, I hate it when I see any professional athlete quit in any game because that's not what got you here. If you're playing a professional sport, you're an ultimate competitor. You sat there and you did the, everything it took to get to this level. You don't quit, man. That's, that's just, I was raised that way. You don't quit. You don't lay down, and you don't look like a bitch. And that's what the Broncos look like this week. And and that's just the, the proof's in the pudding. You don't get seventy hung on your NFL game unless you quit, and they quit. I would have made a really fucked up analogy here. If uh, the Denver Broncos were a soccer team in Iraq, the entire team would be probably put up for this at the end oh, of the game. Absolutely, they would have got to leave the stadium. No. Uh, they would they would have sure, executed yeah. every single one of them wall style, you know, execution yeah. style, face the wall guys. We're buying a new team. <laughs> yeah, they, they, these boys could not have played soccer for Pablo Escobar. That's for sure. Oh, no, absolutely not, man. <laughs> or or whatever Arab king oil tycoon that just has that for the hell of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they he's, take, forced, he's forcing his players defeat, to play man. for him. It's not like they want to play for him. That's kind of like you know, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. They'd be sledgehammering their feet right here. Absolutely. 70 freaking points. That's a lot of points to give up, man. I, I, and for a professional team, that's a lot of points. Uh, this is not college. It's, it's inexcusable, man. It's inexcusable. There ain't, there ain't nobody in Denver that should feel good about anything right now. And, you, hey, you want to see you want to see the Romans get louder? Go lose to Chicago this week. Yes, yes, Go that's let right. Justin Fields beat you. That's right, man. It's not Bethane Cookman against freaking Alabama. All right? This is exactly yeah. what this looked like, so... That's exactly, yeah, that's a, that's a good, yeah, yeah. Alabama playing MTSU or somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody from like, you know, it's it's in Division One because they need to fill something. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. what this game looked like. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a team hey. we talked about having one of the best defenses in the league coming into the season. People have been high on this defense for a couple mm-hmm. of years. 70 points. That's inexcusable, man. That's inexcusable. They, they, their defense have not looked the same as last year. No. That no. defense I mean, is I mean, really they didn't solid. Give up. They probably didn't give up 70 points before the bye week started last year. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. You think I think it was through five games and give up 70 points. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad, man. I mean, hey, shout out to the Dolphins. They are the probably one of the, the most fun team offensively to watch right now. Definitely the AFC is there to lose. Big test next week. And we're all that's gonna be one of the highest probably watch games um, you know, uh, yeah. this week. And you know what? If it's anything like it was last season, remember the last game where the Dolphins came back on them? Uh, the difference is it's going to be in Buffalo this time. So they're, you know, the yeah. advantage to the bills in regards to the weather and the conditions of the stadium. You know what I mean? From all that. Yeah. The, the dolphins are, are this week's Colorado Buffaloes for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, right there with, uh, you know, uh, the primetime McDaniels, bro. Who's right now is living the right, dream. No man. shit, man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> primetime. McD- I love that guy, man. Man, he is. He's something else. That kid is something else, man. man you could, you could tell he's having a blast. Hell of a coach. Hell of a yep. coach. Man. He is. He is. And talk about let's 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 dive in, man. Let's dive in on the power rank. These are my power rankings today, and I, I told you I was gonna jinx the fucking Dallas Cow bitches, bro. All right, I, I split them down all the way from number one last week to number eight where they should be. All right, yeah. definitely. Look, I know I'm gonna get some heat for this because the Dolphins are number three instead of number one or number two, but the 49ers are the team to beat. They're the best all around team. All right, they could do it from both sides yeah. of the ball. They need to be number one. Pick your freaking poison with this team. All right, because one guy goes out, you have another one that takes over. So it's it's to me they're the clear number one. Got the Eagles there because you know they play some tough teams and uh, they they battled. I give them credit for that. I don't know. You could switch two for three if you want to. Uh, Dolphins are number three. I got the Chiefs at number four. Bills are number five. Two wins in a row, just like the Chiefs. But yeah, listen. I know there's a sneak. I throw the Lions in there. You know, throw the Lions I like in it. there. They I like it. 
they they playing good football. Ravens lost, so I slid them down. Kyle, you know, the Kyle bitches are definitely number eight. Uh, look, I sneaked the Steelers in there and the Colts. I gave them props. Look, the Colts are what? You know, they 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 played tough football, won two in a row. And then you got the Steelers doing the same thing, playing really good, solid football. And I throw the Colts in there at number 10. Yeah, there's all the teams you can probably throw there. But I, I throw the Colts in there because they not, they were not playing with a starting quarterback, right? Their yeah. starting quarterback went out like in the first quarter of the last game, and they played almost two entirely games with a backup quarterback against really good teams. So beating like the Jags has, says a lot in my book. I, I like it. I like it. I do. Uh, one team maybe that I could could plug in there at the, the back end of the list, maybe the Saints, just because mm-hmm. they were up 17 nothing on the road in that yep. game. They wound up losing. They could very well be sitting there 3-0. Yep. And um, so, yeah, no, I, I, like, I like the Saints. Uh, I think they're, they're going to be all right, too. But, yeah, I don't have a problem with the Colts and Steelers being in there, man. I like they, they see two teams that know their identity, know their defensive-minded football teams. not going to ask too much from the quarterback. I like what they're doing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's week three, man. Week three, it's, it's pain in the ass you know, pick power rankings. It's tough to do, early it's in tough the week. Power. It makes you give a whole lot more respect for those guys working for ESPN and stuff that are usually pretty solid, pretty accurate, you know, year in and year out, having to do that stuff all year long, week in and week out. But yeah, it's tough to do right now, early on in the season with so yeah, many question bro. marks. I mean, right now I'm usually like throw a dart on analytics, right? Throw a dart at the analytics, see which one sticks. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. That's probably, your, that's probably a higher percentage play than most. Yeah, there we go, man. <laughs> oh man, listen, before we close this out, I got another loser of the week. All right, I, and this is not football related. I just got to get this off my chest. My other loser of the week, my other loser of the week is definitely Mike New York Yankees. Okay, it's embarrassing. The fact that they missed the playoffs for the first time since 2016. It's unacceptable with a $270 million, $70 million plus team salary, all right? One of the best you know, pitchers in the game. They paid a ton of money to a judge. They are disrespecting, all right, George Steinbrenner, the boss. He's rolling in his grave right now with how shitty his kids are running this team with Cashman, who actually George hired and put him in fame. He's the reason why he's there and, you know, one of those championships with us. Dude, this needs to stop. Next year, it is gutting time. Boone has to go. Cashman has to go. It's kids got to fucking grow a pair. Let's get back to basics. We have a lot of young talent. Let's spend the money in the right places. All of a sudden, they're scared to spend money and scared of the luxury tax. Well, if you spend it right, you spend it right. But they're my losers of the week. That's the thing. Yeah, you quit quit spending all that money on bad players. You wouldn't have to worry about that luxury tax, man. And that's what we did pretty much. (laughs) You know what I mean? At least without the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> the, it, the Mets. Yeah, that's true. The Mets spent 358. That makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> it, it, could, it could always be worse. But, yeah, for Yankees fans, though, it feels pretty rough, man. Y'all are supposed to be in the, in the thing, in the talk every year. And it's kind of let the wheels fall off midway through the yeah. season. I know they play a lot of the season without Aaron Judge and all that. But, and once again, it's kind of inexcusable for a me, for a team that with a payroll like that. Yeah. With two seven, do you expect that when Judge is out, you can carry you you can carry the team, all right, and stay in contention? But we were like out of contention as soon as June hit. Yeah, so. and you you should be able to when you're paying that many guys that much money. Yep. Even when your star goes down, you ought to have some plug and play guys there that can get it yep. done until he can get back. And I didn't see a lot. You know, you, you saw the life come out of this team early on, about early mm-hmm. July, right after the All Star break. The life was already gone out of this team, man. Yep. And they just kind of another one's kind of laid down. Yep, absolutely. They gave up. They gave up on their fans. They gave up on the city. They gave up on their team. They gave up on everybody. Um, it's not the way Yankee baseball has. Everybody's been accustomed to 
I know we haven't won since, uh, you know, the last, uh, we got 2009, uh, you know, the great, the GOAT, Derek Jeter. You know, he's not there anymore to give that leadership. Uh, but listen, we have, we need to do it. This, this, this year is a crossroad tier when it comes to free agency and what we're going to do. But we got to dump some salary and pick up some, some good players. I mean, we cannot go soft. It is time. It is time. Right. This, we've been doing the same crap over and over again. And it hasn't worked out. That's the definition of insanity where the Yankees have been doing since the last like seven or eight years. It hasn't worked. I, I agree with you, man. I do agree. And you've lived right in the heart of that stuff. You've seen it all firsthand. So you, you know what it's like. Hey, Yank, angry, angry Yankee fans are not nothing to deal with, man. Oh, it sucks, man. I'm a, you know, I grew up watching that. I grew up like in my twenties, man. These guys were winning constantly before they, you know, when I, my teens, I saw them suck. So it's one of those things you get accustomed. And then of course, even if they haven't won a world series or nine, every year we go to the playoffs or we go to the, you know the the uh, the, the conference yeah. championship or whatever the case may be, but still though, man, this is you at least got a sweat usually. Yeah, exactly. Even if we get swept in the first round, but in the you know in the wild card or whatever, but we, we make it. That's the thing. We fucking make playoffs, bro. We make the postseason, man. I yeah, like yeah, you're at least usually in that thing. Absolutely, brother. Oh, forget the Yankees. Uh, forget anything else, man. Hey, tell us what you got going on, man. Tell them where they, where where can where, where can our audience find you? The usual. Go ahead, man. Oh man, for the best value in sports handicap, come come over and check us out at. <clears throat> sportspicks.locals.com we got the great robert barnes providing his official picks big seven and oh in his five percent plays this year it is the best value in sports handicapping you get over a thousand picks annually winds up being about 50 cents per pick every other sports handicapping site gonna charge you about ten dollars per pick mm -hmm. on that so you got a great value there got a great community you can interact put your own videos your own posts up we'll interact with you get back let you know how we feel about it but come check us out man sportspicks.locals.com where we turn the odds in your favor don't yeah, sleep got, on that guys i got a little i got a little choked up early on there man i did i had to get it out of my throat so hey but, man yeah, you no, have a good, good week spot, you got man. the right to do that bro you know what I mean? it, that's, it, that's it, right yeah you have a good week man you, you let, the, let the results speak for themselves oh man hey man brother i appreciate you coming on for another week man we just we we slay this uh i think next week we're, we're gonna start shorting down the nfl takes because we're get, we're getting to the point that we just you know we got to focus on better storylines because uh, we're getting to like you know toilet water uh, teams right now and I think one of those is going to be the fucking Bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. We'll be able to yeah dial it down a little bit. We'll have, I don't know. Maybe we'll have more things to say about those other teams. But uh, that's true. yeah, man, that's true. I'm here. I love doing this. This show, I enjoy this one, man. It's a lot of fun each week. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for joining on again. We will see you next week, though. All right. Yes, sir. Hey, your boy E Man signing out with Greg Cricket. Bring it. Am I supposed to say something there? We'll say signing out too, bro. Because say something. Signing say, say, out too, bro. I'll see, I'll, I'll this see is your email from the average Joe signing out with my man. Cricket. I'll see y'all. <laughs> Peace.